0: Here we go. Friday.
1: Friday. Good morning, good people. Welcome to ADZ Sports Live presented by Boston Scientific. We stream it live on YouTube and Facebook. And of course, I am your host, Will Skywalker. What's up, squad? It's Fan Friday, actually. It's not Friday night. And we're going to attack the mailbag. We got some, some fun questions today in the mailbag from all over Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. So we'll have some fun with that later. Also, that rumor mill, man, it just keeps spinning. It just keeps on spinning around these Dallas Cowboys. We'll talk about some of the things that have that dropped yesterday in another one. Cowboys get another one to return to the team, and this guy is is one of the more underrated guys on that unit, so we'll discuss all of that in the roundup, but first, good morning, good Friday, Cowboys Nation, a.k.a. Bomb Squad.
0: Bomb Squad!
1: No sir, that will never happen, we ain't gonna, man, y'all too crazy, but what's up with y'all, man, it's Friday, we got a good show lined up. Uh, the mail, like I said, the mailbag was good this week. Uh, I couldn't get everybody's question, but I try to, I try to grab what I could. And I think we'll have some good conversation. We'll have our hot take later on, which it might be a hot take to the rest of the league, but this is where my fan hat may come on. This is where I'm pretty sure most of y'all will agree with this hot take later on, but we'll get to that and much, much more. Plus we're from B from the Cochran firm, uh, later on on the hotline, by the way, you can call in. Three five one nine 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 three seven eight seven. If you want to get your takes off, we had so many callers yesterday. I didn't get a chance to get to everybody. So if you want to get in today, please do so. All right, let's go ahead and jump straight into a Cowboys Nation because I want to get to these questions. I want to talk to y'all and I want to get this Friday started. I'm gonna keep it a beam with you.
2: It's
0: time. It's time. It's time. It's time. It's time. 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 It's time. time. It is time for. It's time for the morning roundup. Round them up, boys.
1: Hey, yo. My guy, CJ Goodwin, is back, ladies and gentlemen. The Cowboys re-sign CJ Goodwin to a one-year deal, which will make his one, two, three, four, five. Sixth season with the Cowboys? 21, 22, one, two. Sixth season with the Cowboys, which sounds crazy. Now, the first year, he didn't really play much. In 2018, I believe he was picked up, put on the practice squad. Uh, but ever since then, he's been with the boys, and he's been a critical part of that special teams unit. Uh, him and, and Bones Fossil are, are very close, and he's rewarded him with his loyalty by being a, a damn good special teamer. I mean, every year we see C.J. Goodwin make a couple plays throughout the season on special teams. And the one he's probably most famous for is 2020 Watermelon Game, recovering that onside kick, being smart enough not to touch it. Uh, last year, he yeah, had seven special teams tackles, which tied for first on the squad. And that will be his third season in a row where he's had at least seven special teams tackles. Uh, and I think he was a, a, a good veteran presence for Kelvin Joseph, who had to translate his game to special teams because he couldn't take over the cornerback room. So getting C.J. Goodwin back, I think, is great. Um, some people could say, hey, man, why not just let Kelvin Joseph take it over? Why not just sign some you know, random guy? Why not just draft a dude and just let him do it? All fair. All possible that you know those guys could have done the job, but you know C.J. Goodwin is good at it, and he doesn't cost you a lot. All 53 players on your roster are not going to be dudes who are going to play 25 snaps a game on a specific unit. Sometimes you need some special teamers, or you need some specialty players. Long snapper, kicker, punter, and at least one gunner like C.J. Goodwin, I think is mandatory, obviously the other ones, are mandatory to have. If they're playing at that high level, you keep them around. No different than Matthew Slater for the Patriots. He'll do nothing else for you. We one of the best special teamers in the league. Welcome back, CJ. Look at all these rumors. <laughs> man. It's like every day there's a different rumor for the Cowboys, man. This one is interesting because it's not necessarily new, the name, but we finally have a concrete report from somebody close to the team, and that's Benjamin Albright. Who reported yesterday, according to his sources, uh, the price remains high for one Jerry Judy and the Patriots, Browns and Cowboys have inquired. A.K.A. due diligence. Also, the price is supposed to be a first round pick or a second round pick plus a player. Uh, Denver, do you know who our general manager is?
2: Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talks. Here comes the money.
1: Sir, that's not happening. That's not happening. They're not not going to trade a first-round pick and a player for Jerry Judy. I don't think they're even going to trade a second-round pick for Jerry Judy. And we had this conversation yesterday on Vacha's show where, look, I would be ecstatic if we got one of the big four names that are floating around the Cowboys right now, right? But make no mistake about it, I would like to put all of those assets into getting THE dude. And THE dude is a guy over there in Arizona. Now, if you shoot for the stars and you fall in the clouds and it's Judy or Odell Beckham, oh, I'll be fine. (laughs) You will see me coming on here.
2: Jello Beats, holla at me.
1: You will see me coming on here happy as hell. But first round pick, second round pick, Judy, plus what you got to, you know, likely pay one of them dudes. I don't think Stephen Jones is going to do it. We talked about the hurdles, right? The, the same draft class as C.D. Lamb, meaning do you put the fifth round tenure on, or fifth round option on both of those guys? Thinking about how the Cowboys operate, I don't think they'll do it. I like the player, I like the talent, I like the fit. I just don't think they'll do that for that price. Oh, but they did do the Will McClay, Stephen Jones special for Stefan Gilmore. Yes, sir. Trade a day three pick for a, a veteran in the twilight of his career that can hopefully give you one more year. Yeah, that's a Stephen Jones, Will McClay special right there. And they got one, boys and ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages generation X proudly brings to you Stephon Gilmore he spoke with Pat Walker of uh, DallasCowboys.com and he talked about you know proving himself and also helping these young bucks right like a, a Daron Bland and a let's be honest Trayvon Diggs Kelvin Joseph Nation Wright it's still a young room and this is a little bit of what he said yesterday with Pat.
2: I nah, just, um, you know, I've been in the league for a while, you know, and, and it takes a lot of hard work, you know. Um, and you got to kind of have that short term memory, you know, no matter what you did in the past, you got to really prove yourself each and every year. So uh, I'm just wanting to come in and, and do what I do, work hard. But, you know, I do like teaching the youth, you know, teaching them the things that I didn't know as a young player to, to help them be a better player.
1: Teaching the youth. Things that I didn't know as a young player to help them become a better player. We had the the, the show a couple days ago where I featured the clip of Brian McFadden talking about a guy like Stefan Gilmore coming into this room. The minute he steps in that room, he's respected. Not saying these, these kids or these players disrespected other players, but he's respected. He's held to a, a higher regard to where if he says, hey, <laughs> this is what you need to do, damn it, you do it. If he says, hey, let's come in here Tuesday, you come in here Tuesday. He also talked about, you know, battling the C.D. Lambs of the world, the Michael Gallups, Dak Prescott, all those guys in practice. It's going to be one hell of a training camp. You know, it was telling last year in training camp about the defense, and it ended up all coming to fruition later on, or actually early on in the season where the defense was lights out. that kind of leads me to my hot take Cowboys Nation. kind of leads me to my hot take which I don't think is a hot take to me because I view these guys as a top unit and today's hot take of course is brought to you by Hattie B's man no conversation about the Nashville's Style hot chicken is complete without a serious mention of Hattie Bee's hot chicken. Founded in Midtown Nashville in 2012, Hattie Bee's is renowned nationally for its authentic Nashville hot chicken, and they have a new location downtown Deep Ellum in Dallas. Make sure y'all hit them up. They've got a variety of different levels of heat: the southern, the mild, the medium. It's the daredevil's dream. Shut the cluck up. So visit, visit the new location in Dallas or hit them up at HattieBees.com for a delivery. There is a link in the description. Use that link. Sign up for a free rewards account and you get $10 on your next meal. Come on now. You can't beat that. So after further review, with the addition of Stefan Gilmore, a lot of people have been saying this, saying that. Well, where do you put him? Where do you... After further review, I think this is the, the best secondary in the National Football League. I truly believe that. I, I had to go around and look. I had to think objectively. I had to say, you know, what, what happens here? What happens there? No, no, no. Cowboys. You got an all-pro in his prime. You got a former defensive player of the year slash all-pro slash pro-bowler still playing at a high level on the other side in the middle of those guys you got deron bland young stud up and comer led your team in interceptions last year just as good from a physical standpoint against the run maybe your most physical corner on the team in general there's a the kicker you've got some depth too you got jordan lewis who's the proven depth we don't got to rely on Jordan Lewis if we don't want to. I think Deron Bland is the guy. But if you need to put J. Lou in there, J. Lou has been solid enough throughout his career to not be a liability. I think there was a difference between A.B. and J. Lou. A.B. felt like a liability. J. Lou just felt like you could do better, but quality depth and not a liability. Then you got Israel McQuamo, kind of a jack-of-all-trades guy. He can play some corner, can play some safety, play in a slot, play outside. Still a tiny bit of an unknown, but enough on film to say, hey man, this is quality debt. This is quality debt. Not to mention the safety room, the three-headed monster, J-Ron Kirst, the tone setter, Donovan Wilson, the hitman. Malik Hooker, the steady presence back there. Yeah, Malik might not be the Pro Bowl player that we would love for him to be, but he was steady. And when one of those guys were out, J. Ron Curse. He stepped up. He proved to you that he could step up. He could take ownership of the leadership role and live up to it. Because you could you could rah, 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 rah your way. But if you can't play, nobody cares. So I look around the league and I understand Jalen Ramsey in Miami. I, I get that. With, with Xavier Howard. And, and, and they got the young buck in the back. I understand you got the Broncos with... With with their safety and their corner, and maybe I'm a little bit biased, but if you if you are a different fan from another team and you look at the Cowboys and you, and you don't just you may not know Malik Cooker, you may not know Deron Bland, you should know Stephon Gilmore and Trayvon Diggs though. You may not know J. Ron Curse, but if you truly do look, and then you add on Dan Quinn, what he could do with this team, it's the best. It's the best in the league. Now they just got to live up to it. And that kind of leads me into the first question. Apologies there. The first question of the mailback segment. So let's get into that. I'll hit the phone lines after the first question. But I want to talk about why this unit in a specific package could be damn near deadly, y'all. Let's talk about that.
2: It's time. time. It's time. Time. Time, time, time. time. It is time for mail time. Who mail time. Mail time. Mail time. here? Time. You've got mail.
1: Gerald Powell. Shout out to Gerald Powell over on Facebook. He said, where would our weak point in the nickel defense be? With all this talent, where is the concern? So the the fun thing about the Cowboys nickel defense is it can be a variety of different things. They They have so many players from a depth standpoint that they can slide in and out of these positions. But I went ahead and I just put together a potential nickel package and what it could look like. And the beauty of this, like I said, is that you can throw different pieces in here and I don't think you're missing much of a beat. But I, I went along and went with Gilmore and Diggs on the outside. Deron Bland in the slot. LVE, your linebacker with J. Ron Curse as the big nickel. Malik Hooker at free and obviously Donovan Wilson at strong. The three-headed monster of Wilson, Hooker, and Curse, they played the most snaps together on third down, a.k.a. the nickel defense. They played about 42% of their snaps together and nickel. So, this is probably... Those three guys are going to be on the field unless there's an injury. Majority of the time. Unless it's third and one or something like that. The interiors are... The, the defensive line is where it gets fun. You can you can shift these things around. But I have Parsons, Armstrong, D-Law, Sam Williams. You can throw... Depending on the down and distance. Osa in there. You can throw Golston in there, right? You can kick D law back on the outside. You can, you can do so many different things with this one right here, but this is kind of just a standard version of this. So the question was, where would be the weak point? Where would be the concern? Actually? Yeah. The concern was, it was, it was the, a the, the, the question. I don't know that I'd be concerned, but if I'm going to attack something here, you're probably trying to get Wilson on a on a a wide receiver down the field or something but it's gonna be hard to do you know that's gonna be hard to do unless you come out for a wide if you come out for a wide then I just bring him a dime package but I'm not saying any defense is bulletproof but Cowboys Nation would you where is your concern or do you have any concerns with this nickel defense now, I know a lot of people aren't high on LVE, but but you know I've come on here and I said throughout the year, one thing that I will say about LVE throughout the season last year when I watched film was that I thought he was pretty damn good in coverage. You know, Did he have a whole bunch of picks? Was he breaking up a ton of passes? That, that's not necessarily what I'm talking about. He just was where he needed to be. And he covered ground well. He made quarterbacks come off that read. I, I, he had an understanding. He was comfortable when he was in coverage. So I don't think LVE is a liability here unless you get him one-on-one with a running back, right? Yeah, got the backfield. Maybe maybe now you got that advantage. But we're talking about dropping back into Tampa 2, dropping back in zone. I thought LVE played pretty well. Any concerns here? Um, Gregory says it's always a run defense. So, so in nickel, I guess the understanding is that they're going to run the ball. I'm sorry, they're going to throw the ball, not necessarily run the ball. Uh, if we're talking about a run defense, I wouldn't put this defense out there. Nickel, we're looking at you know, passing downs. Dono in coverage. Lve in coverage. I think Lve is good in coverage. I think he was good in coverage last year at least. We'll see. We'll see what happens this year. But but he was he's pretty solid in coverage, man. Uh, don't trust Bohanna. Yeah, he wouldn't be out there for this. I like it. I like it and I think you can play around with this. You can you can move de- you can put Sam Williams inside. You can take Armstrong out, bring in Osa. You can do a lot of things with this. You can put J-Ron in the slot if you need to, if, if it's a tight end type situation. You could bring Wilson down and blitz him. So a lot you can do right there, Cowboys Nation. Let me know how you feel. Let's get to the phone lines and hear what 336 has to say. Good morning. Morning, Master William. <laughs> Master Will, what's good?
2: And last, this is uh, Malcolm from North Carolina. I uh, called the Vach's show a couple of days ago. Ah, uh,
1: That's that's how I know you watch Vach's show because cause he's the only one that says Master
2: William. What's good? <laughs> uh, I just wanted to, uh, well, first of all, I just wanted to say, you know, the same way I said it with bots, you know, I just appreciate uh you all's show and y'all's content. Thank you, man. You know, and bringing you know the, uh you know, a real view to this to and real news when it comes to the Cowboys. But um anyway, I was calling this, um I was you know, about the oh, the wide receiver situation. Yeah. And in my opinion I feel like the know, I want Hopkins, you know, I, that's, that's who I would, that's my number one, that's who I would love to have, yep. but I feel like the, I feel like the, um, the most likely scenario is, uh, we probably get Odell and draft a young guy, just to like, uh, kind of like as like an insurance policy, because I feel like, you know, moving all this money and everything around, I feel like it's for Odell. I feel like the Odell thing is a Jerry move. I feel like this is all him. He's like, you know, y'all need to figure this out, so, get it done. I,
1: what do you, what do you, so you said you think maybe to sign Odell Beckham and still draft a young guy? Yeah, probably like, I feel like they'll draft a young guy probably like in the, like on day three. Uh, okay. Yeah, that's fair. Okay, that's fair. Because I, I, I don't see a scenario where they, they sign Odell and draft a young guy any higher than the third round? I mean, third round even still might be higher. Any higher than the fourth round? Because you still got Simi, you still got uh, Jalen Tolbert. You invested a third round pick in. You still you you re sign Michael Gallup, right? Like, and then you got Lamb. Right. So I feel like if you sign Odell Beckham, you're probably out on receiver for the first uh, three rounds, three
2: or four rounds, maybe. Oh yeah, absolutely. And I feel like you no know, I feel like they're gonna you know give Tolbert every shot to to. Get on the field because you know that was that was pretty much Dak's pick. He basically handpicked. He Tolbert. didn't handpick
1: Tober. I don't <laughs> know why I keep hearing that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's that's how it felt to me. It felt like he, you know, he was like, you know, I like that guy. That's what I want. And they were like, okay, well we're gonna.
1: Yeah, Will McClay came Tolbert. out and said we went to Dak with about I think he said like five or seven different receivers, and Tobert was one of the guys he said he liked. Yeah. And he just happened to pick him. Yeah, that Prescott ain't got that kind yeah. of juice.
2: <laughs> but uh, yeah, that was that was it. That's all I had. Yeah. All
1: right, man. Appreciate the call, good
2: brother. All right, appreciate
1: you. Salute. Let's get six, seven, eight in here. What's up? Hey,
2: what's going on, Scott? Man, is Terrence from Atlanta.
1: Terrence from the ATL. Oh, yeah. What
2: up? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I walk in all
1: these haters. <laughs> you know what's yeah, funny. Man. You said that and I, in my head. I said ATL, Georgia. What does it do for you? Oh man, yeah,
2: that's, that's kind
1: of crazy. What Killer.
2: up, though? Yeah, man. I do want to say this, man. Um, uh, first I want to start off like this, like with the question. Like with the Stephon Gilmore trade, um, it feels so much better. I feel so much comfortable at uh, yeah. you know, no worries at a uh, nickel. So you know, so yeah, I don't have no worries about that. But um, I just want to talk about this, like, uh, about, you know, wide, receivers, wide receiver situation and weapon situation around that press guy. You know, we all know that we definitely have to get surround weapons around with that press because if we don't, you know what I'm saying, like, it's going to be terrible again, like, same thing, like, you know. we was
1: terrible last year.
2: But last season. Yeah, yeah, not terri- terrible. Um, yeah, you make it harder. Yeah, my bad, not, not terrible. Yeah,
1: you're not going to make yeah, it Yeah, you're easy. making it harder. Yeah, you're yeah. Make
2: it harder. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly, you're making it harder. So – yeah, that's all I'm about. It's just like – because I'm looking at these Super Bowl teams like the Rams, Eagles, you know, see what the Rams did with Matthew Stafford, loaded up with weapons around him, loaded with defense, same thing with the Eagles, Jalen Hurts. You know, we have to do the same thing with that Prescott. And Absolutely. most definitely is just that – yeah, like most definitely is definitely that running game. Because when he was a rookie, man, Zeke, Zeke was really that pretty much that team, and that running game was just – just awesome, man. And what? if you tell me, like, if I could just get, if I can get, like, a Odell or, or, let, let, we don't have to say Odell, at least if we get, like, a Brandon Cooks. And then if we can get Dijon Robinson, man, <laughs> I'm feeling real. I'm feeling real good. I'm going to be feeling real good about this thing.
1: I'd be shocked. I'm like I'm, I am still like I'm going to be
2: drinking Kool-Aid, but Sh- go ahead, Shit,
1: that. Look, man, y'all know I don't. I don't like to drink the the, the crazy Kool Aid in March or April or May or June, right? But you right. You, you get Bijan and and Brandon Cooks or Odell or D Hop or something like that. <sighs> y'all, how, what are we supposed to say? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> what are, what do you want angry. me That's to what... say? You look at the defense. Hey, the I'm defense is cats. already ready. The the offense gets those guys. The, the only thing I say is, hey, man, y'all better hope this offensive line don't hold up. That's it.
2: Yeah, that's all that's I can it. tell you, man. That's what I'm saying. What I'm just going to, ready that to that just be ready to for camp.
1: That team would be stupid loaded.
2: I'll be ready, yes. And then, yes, we'll be ready to compete, at least, and get to a championship. You know, I'm not going to bring up the SB word because you got to get to the championship, yep. and then we can talk about it. Yeah. And then we can talk about that. but And that's why I was telling uh I told that the uh, Tate Lawrence parents, uh his dad, I would tell his dad about that. He was he was me about that too as well. So, so yeah. Um, but yeah, that, that's all I got though, man.
1: All right, man. Appreciate it, Sky. Yes, sir. Dre weekend. Right,
2: Sky walking on this hater.
1: <laughs> My God.
2: <laughs> Look,
1: I'll, I'm not the one to 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 use the SB word because can, can we get there? Can we get to the championship game? For but man. I'm. Not, I definitely won't use the the D word. The Dream Team. We're not going to use that. That's 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 safe for Philly and those guys. But uh, there is no way. Don't you can't you can't let the haters. You can't let the rival fans. None of that. Take away. You know your excitement for the season. If that were to happen. I'm not saying you can't, can't be excited anyway. But if if you were to get the Bijan Robsons and, and 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 Odell and and or Cooks or Diop or whoever Judy whatever right. All I could think about from a negative side of things is, well, they didn't do enough to the offensive line, right? Like ah, they didn't. They, the offensive line could could be could derail their season. That's all I could think about, bro. Ah, let me stop thinking about it though. Let's get back to this question. Questions. Let's get the Randy's question from Facebook. Uh, in what order do you think we should address these? Run defense, offensive line, wide receiver. Uh, Randy, I'm not sure if you're watching right now, but do you mean in the draft or you do you just mean in general? Because here's the thing about the run defense. You technically can wait that out from a one tech big guy standpoint. Their market is not a high market. They're not going to be expensive. The Deron Payne's and Dalvin Thomasons of the world are gone. Those are the expensive guys. There's the Gaineses, there's the Hickses, there's Hankins, there's the Ashawn Robinsons and other guys that you can get fairly cheap that you likely can wait till next week to do. Wait till this weekend. Like you don't have to rush to the to the phones to get those guys because you're in a bidding war. Offense line and wide receiver. Y'all know I wanted Shaq Mason. I'm a little disappointed. Not disappointed. I didn't think it was going to happen. But I thought Shaq Mason would have been fantastic. Get. Didn't happen. So. Feels like wide receiver would be the one to address. And that's tricky. Because you should be saying, oh, we got a Jalen Tober. We got a Michael Gallup. We don't need to address it. But it's clear that the front office does believe it needs to be addressed. We talked about during midseason, they called multiple teams. Now we're talking about how how in they are on Odell Beckham Jr., at least Jerry Jones. Inquiring about Jerry Judy once again. And then obviously the DeAndre Hopkins situation where the big wigs want to say the Cowboys haven't done anything and then others say elsewhere, elsewhere. Now, Flo asked this question about the wide receiver. Why don't we sign Adam Thielen? He won't cost that much. And he wouldn't. He won't cost that much. He wouldn't have to give up any picks. He's a veteran. Bring into the locker room, not to mention the dude, still got it. When I saw this question, to me, I'm like, hey, look, I like Adam Thielen. I like Adam Thielen, a football player. All that stuff. But let me know if I'm tripping here or not. I think I'd much rather have T.Y. Hilton. I have nothing against Adam Thielen. The Cowboys signed out of Thielen. you wouldn't, wouldn't see me be upset. But I just feel like T.Y. Hilton gives you a little something different. Right? He gives you the veteran presence. He has that, not much of a connection, but he's got a little bit of a connection with a C.D. Lamb. He can play in the slot. He can play on the outside. I think he's faster, shiftier, quicker than Adam Thielen. Whereas if you're bringing Adam Thielen, you're still kind of being repetitive, you know, mostly possession-ish type of guys. And if and if it's if you're going to be repetitive and they're not a one of them ones, it's just a mid guy you're bringing back, I think I I think I'd bring back T. Y. Hilton. I think he can stretch the field better. Uh, I think he's a better deep threat. Whereas Adam's a better red zone guy, but I got red zone guys. So, no nothing against Adam Thielen, Flo. I just would much rather bring back T.Y. Anybody else against bringing back T.Y. Hope over Adam Thielen? Or you guys would take Thielen over T.Y. We'll get to the other questions here in a second. Let's hop back into this chat. Uh, I'll pass on Thielen. I'm okay with that. Uh, give me T.Y., no no on adam and ty well yeah i mean i i would rather go get others than, than ty or adam but if i had to bring back a 30 something mid wide receiver i would much rather it be ty than adam is what i'm getting at. aj why would judy be good i mean just on a football field i mean you're talking about an explosive player a route runner I I think he's also that yin-yang we talk about a lot, whether it be on defense or offense. He gives you something that the Cowboys don't necessarily have right now. Uh, When I say have, listen, there's no knock on CeeDee Lamb. Opposite of CeeDee Lamb, he gives you something that the Cowboys don't have right now. Uh, And he's played with some bad quarterback, bad quarterback play. A lot of people might say, well, Scott, he ain't do nothing. I mean, 900 yards, six touchdowns, nothing to scoff at. You know, he had some drop issues early on, but if you are a fan of CD in a slot, Judy allows you to do that. If you are a guy that's, or, or, or gal that says, hey, I don't trust Michael Gallup, you know, long-term or short-term, Judy can come in and, and challenge Michael Gallup. I mean, there's a lot of upside to Judy without a shadow of a doubt, but you're, you're talking about the conversation to Stephen Jones. But if you're just talking about on the field, I think he's a fantastic fit for the Cowboys. Absolutely. Uh, Demon says, "What would it take to get Brandon Cooks, and what do you see on him?" The Cowboys or the, the Texans wanted the second last year. I don't, I don't know if that's the case anymore. He has something like an eighteen million dollar cap hit for twenty twenty three. I don't know if they're trying to rework numbers there or not. And you said, "What do you see on him?" Very similar to what I just said about Judy. It gives you an element you do not have. If you don't trust in a Michael Gallup, Brandon Cooks can, can, can deal with that responsibility. If you want to slide C.D. Lamb inside, Brandon Cooks can help with that. A little bit more savvy than a, than a Judy. Been around the block than a Judy. I mean, look, let's just be completely honest. Brandon Cooks is more proven than a Jerry Judy. Again, another, there's four dudes. I talked about this with Professor O. If the Cowboys landed any one of these four, Brandon Cooks, Jerry Judy, Odell Beckham, DeAndre Hopkins, Cowboys Nation should be super excited. Don't think about compensation. Think about that afterwards. But the player, the fit with this team, what you're missing, you should be super excited. Now, a lot of people will not be happy with Odell Beckham because they, you know, baggage and this and all that stuff. And that's fair. And and there's there's injury concerns. But if we're just talking about on the field, if they're playing, what they can provide, man, they give you something you don't got. They give you something you don't got. And Odell Beckham put out that little, a little highlight reel of his workout. <sighs> I can see why teams is bidding on him, man. I mean, he 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 looked back, you know. He, he, looks, he looks back. The problem is it's never when he's playing is how long. Maybe I'm, I'm being a bit naive here, but I do think Odell is matured in the sense of, I don't think he's going to do the crazy things he was doing maybe in New York. Uh, I, I don't think he'll be that type of liability. But um, if he is matured and he's playing, shh, Odell, he's going to be good for somebody. For how long? That's a different story. Five six two. What it is, what it do. How you
2: doing, bro? I'm good. What's up? All right, man. I just actually, man, just, uh, just, I don't know exactly what you were talking about, man, but, um, um, yeah, what were you just talking about? I know you were talking about, uh, the receivers.
1: Yeah, yeah, there was questions about the receivers. So we were just talking about the big four and then a couple of the, uh, the veteran options.
2: Okay. Yeah, man. So, so, um,
1: what is your take on it yeah i just i just explained my take on it what you got you called into the show what's your, what's your thoughts yeah yeah i just i just like just start listening to the show
2: just like ah, gotcha. right before i called All right. so i, 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 like, I got gotcha. you you got like, a question uh you know uh I don't want to take you off subject but i no, did kind of no, have good. Okay, all right hey, have a uh, question yeah yeah. yeah yeah I know we kind of had a little talk last time I don't know if you remember we a little argument a little low key we Not call really, it, we but, call it debate
1: debate that's what I like to say debate.
2: <laughs> all, right. all right 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 um in regards to um, the office of coordinator, um you were, you were saying like you were you were kind of want um kind of more to be
1: gone yeah yeah well, that must have been a long time ago because they've been going for quite some time.
2: Yeah, it's been, it's, been, it's been a minute, bro. It's been a minute, bro. And you no. were telling me a couple of guys you had. I don't know if you remember this. Um, a couple of guys, office coordinators you wanted. So now my question well, is to you, like. Yeah,
1: some of the names. What's up? Yeah.
2: yeah, you were telling me some of the names of the guys that you thought were would be better office coordinator, So I wanted to know.
1: No, no, no I, like, I, don't ha- I don't have any idea if these guys would be better. But these were names that. We're out there, the wicks into the world and, and whatnot that I'd be interested in. But what what are, you, what are you trying to set up here? Where are you getting at?
2: I'm am just, you know, I'm just uh, curious on like, are, are you kind of happy with, with what's going on with the office coordinator? Are you happy with uh, Mike taking over and the other guy you got? Are you are you think that's a better option than Kelly Moore?
1: Yes, I am I am happy that Mike McCarthy is going to be able to run his own ship and 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 implement some West Coast style here and and he's got a guy in Brian Schottenheimer who's been around a block and and has had some success in this league. Is he the is he Kyle Shanahan? No. But but he's a he's been a, he's a proven guy that's been in some big spots and and he's also worked with Mike before. So, yeah, I'm happy with the the is direction he, of the offense. Is he
2: a, is he a zone is he a zone running running game guy or Yeah,
1: that's that you're talk, you're looking more like looking at Mike Solari, who's going to be a part of. He's the run game coordinator, right? Like he's the guy that's going to be attacking the run game, and he's done a lot of things. He's done power run game. He's done some zone things. So I think you'll see a combination. There's just no there's just no way to know exactly what we're going to do from a run game coordination standpoint until we get to like mini camp. Yeah, I, I just was curious
2: about that, man. Like. Um, what you thought about. I, mean, I, I kind of heard well, I listened to the different shows, I kind of know you're kind of happy with it. The conference has been locked. Like, I don't know, man. Like, Is our, is our office going to be a top 10 offense this coming year? I, I don't know. I don't know, man. I, I don't know either.
1: I mean, the offense I don't think is complete. <laughs> I think they, they, they're going to continue to add receiver. They're, they're going to continue to add that yeah, offensive yeah. line. And
2: I think I think that that's you know going to be with um, with um so I would say probably probably if we were going to more on the running game yeah we're probably not going to be putting up the the type of numbers we probably used to in um probably more of a like you know play good defense keep the keep the other teams from scoring a lot of points and maybe we average you know. 24 to 27 points a game, something like that. And, and maybe not as, as, as much as we've before. So maybe the numbers won't look as good, but maybe, hopefully, you know, like like maybe it'll be a better team overall. Yeah, all right. Yep.
1: I, I think that may be a possibility. We kind of talked about that with the defense. But, hey, look, man, appreciate you calling in. Uh, Got to get to some news here, man. All right,
2: go ahead, bro. Yes, i cool, man. Yes, sir. All right. All
1: right. It got there. It took a while to land that one, but but, but we but, but we got there. Uh breaking news. I call it that, but it is. Cooper Rush is re-signing with the Dallas Cowboys on a two-year six million dollar max deal. First year and signing bonus fully guaranteed for the Cowboys. We'll get some we'll get some. Uh, more details on it. Here we go. Rush is fully guaranteed two point seven five million in twenty twenty three. So it would be Dak Prescott, Cooper Rush back in the building, and Will Greer is also still under contract. Interesting. I thought that Cooper Rush would have would have followed uh, Kellen Moore to L A. Honestly, I truly did. But maybe maybe McCarthy feels comfortable with. The fact that Cooper Rush was able to come in and obviously go four and one last year and hold the fort down. I'm I'm still I, I like the thought process of having a guy that you don't have to change your offense much for. If you got a running quarterback, you got a mobile quarterback, you you do things like that. I, I like that. Uh Cooper Rush is not that obviously, but he did prove last year and the year before that, hey man, if I come in, the least I can do is hold the fort down. So Cooper Rush will be back and Actually, he'll be back for the next two years. On a two-year deal, $6 million. That is the breaking news. I think we could have a conversation next week. I don't know if I want to derail the show on the quarterback. But we could have a conversation next week on, does this stop them from drafting the quarterback, which I thought was always going to be, on day three. Does it stop
2: them? Hmm.
1: Nine five six, good morning, sir or ma'am.
2: Nine
1: okay, fi- can you hear me? There we go. Nine five six. You live.
0: All right. Uh, this The first time caller. My name is Fabian. Good, good, good I go morning. Go by Flip. a snitch on on uh, what's it the call? The chat. Um. Good morning, sir. Good morning. I had a question.
2: Do you think the Cowboys feel the pressure of getting better because of other teams in Texas, other
0: professional teams in Texas?
1: Well, like the Mavericks and the Rangers?
0: The Mavericks, the, not the Rangers, Mavericks, um, the Dallas
1: The Mavericks and the Stars? Okay, I think he's going you 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 breaking up. I I'll answer your question. I I don't think that. No. Nor do I think that it should affect them. Um I think they should feel the pressure to get better because they just watched their NFC East opponent go to the second Super Bowl in 6 years and they won one. That should be the pressure, right? Uh they've watched, you know, a team that they could not beat 2 years in a row in the playoffs. That should be that should be the pressure. I, I I don't think what the Dallas Stars do, or the Mavericks, or the Rangers, Texans ain't no pressure. Whoever, well, what's the Dallas WNBA team? Whoever they do, that shouldn't be any pressure. Nah. All right, let's switch this, thing. switch this thing up. We ain't. Come on now, Bomb Squad. I know we're gonna get one though from my guy Landlord from Alabama, because we gotta, we gotta. We got to get back on track, landlord. So get us back on track, man. Yes, sir.
2: What's happening with you, man? As hey, You just seen we just got our backup back, man. I'm yes, kinda sir. I'm happy with that deal. I'm I'm happy with that
1: deal. Yeah, it doesn't. You know I have no emotions towards it whatsoever.
2: I think I think you <laughs> should be a little happy, though, Sky. You know what I'm saying? Cause, yeah. cause look, G- we know G- we going into this season. Look, no, listen, 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 please. I I think I might be able to sway you my uh, in my direction slightly. Uh, Okay, it's look. It's going to be tough. Okay. Look, check me out. It was several backup quarterbacks that played in the playoffs last year. So it's like, it's almost a necessity these days. Then when you add in a new game, a whole extra game, that's just more, you know what I'm saying? Time for your players to get hurt. So the backup quarterback position probably then got a lot more important when you added an extra game. Oh yeah, See I don't what what disagree saying? that
1: the backup quarterback is not important. I just don't have any I, I don't I'm not swayed left or right, bad or happy that Cooper Rush is back. I I just think okay, we got a backup quarterback. <laughs> like that's just how I look at it. But and, look, uh, yeah, I don't look yeah, at it that I
2: get it, but yeah. I I think you should at least be like, man, I know if I need somebody to hold me down on the games, I probably to hold me down. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, so I've seen him do it. With right. a, yeah, yeah, with an unknown guy, you'll be like, maybe, possibly. You know what I'm saying? So, and no,
1: then I, Cooper... Yeah, you breaking yeah. up. But I wouldn't go out... I mean, unknown if it's a rookie, yeah, that'd be an issue. Unknown if it's Will Greer, that'd be an issue. But there was other guys out there that it wasn't unknown, that that they've they've played in this league and won games. But I don't even know if they would move the needle for me. It would take, it would take some 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 type of backup quarterback to move it for me, man. It, and and Cooper Rush ain't it. And that ain't his fault. A lot of these backup <laughs> quarterbacks wouldn't move the needle for me. They just backup quarterbacks to me, man. And and God when they get in leave there, me
2: alone, bro. No,
1: when they get in there, God I'm, I'm still if it's a backup quarterback, I'm still gonna be nervous. Like no, no, no matter what, yeah. I'm gonna be like, oh, all right, man, let's hope hopefully this this can work out. So, you yeah, know, no matter who it
2: is. Yeah, one of them great coaches said if you they asked why, I can't remember which one it was, but they were like, why you don't practice with tobacco backup quarterback? And he was like, I don't practice the F word. I don't practice being f up. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, <laughs> it was, yeah, yeah, yeah. I i want to curse on your platform, but yeah. They was basically saying, I don't want to practice being screwed. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. I believe, I, I ain't going to lie, I think that was a decent little deal. Like, I, ain't, I ain't jumping up and down in the wrong, but I think it was, I like I like the consistency, you know what I'm saying? I'd sure. say that much. Sure. And then it was a very, very cheap deal, you know what I'm saying? I would have really thought Cooper probably demanded a little more than that in the market because, you know what I'm saying, uh, teams seen him win.
1: Well, because, he didn't
2: do much. Because teams you know got
1: film. you know, all those pe- the super Cooper <laughs> troopers that, that thought he was out here cooking. <laughs> teams got filmed. The, 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 the dude wasn't cooking nothing. And, and what he that, so, you know, when he goes out there and he gets 3 million per, that doesn't surprise me. You know, he's,
2: it don't he's surprise me at back. all, but I I think him wanting to be here had a little deal in it too, but I, I ain't acting like the market was crazy for him though. Like I ain't saying people were just, you know, blowing up his phone in there. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Mariota just man, got 8
1: million saying, from the Eagles. Yeah. Right?
2: Yeah. Yeah. And Minshew just went where he went. He went to the Colts. Think the Colts. He might start over there.
1: Yeah, I think he got like like three as well.
2: Yeah, yeah, he might start over there. Well, what you think about this tight end market, man? The the tight end market looking like it's working in our favor. Dalton might come back, you know, knocking on the door. With his little pillowcase on the stick, you know what I'm saying, looking fast. I saw what's that.
1: Do you know what's funny, man? This is so crazy. The tight end market and the running back market looking real interesting. So so Mike Gesicki, if y'all know, he got tagged last year at like $10 million, just like Dalton Schultz. And then he signed a one-year, was a $9 million deal with, I forget the team, my apologies. Uh, was
2: it the Patriots? The, the Dolphins.
1: Dolphins, okay. The Dolphins? He went back to the Dolphins?
2: No, nah, no, nah, he's from the Dolphins. You're right. Well, I he know he's the from page. the Dolphins. My but, bad. My but, bad. But, but yeah, I, yeah, I, he went to the Patriots.
1: Okay, so he went back to Patriots. So one year, nine million dollars. So slightly less than what with the with the franchise tag was.
2: Yeah, look, I still
1: wouldn't sign Dalton Schultz to a you know nine million per. You know, but it isn't. It look the market went down. Much like it looks like the running back market went down, and you kind of put yourself in a bind because you got to start at that amount. So Dalton Schultz trying to get a long term extension last year started at ten million. Tony Pollard starts at ten million. So you think that maybe you you got
2: one of the highest paid running backs. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah.
1: After after the CMCs of the world, yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah. But yeah, you I'm thinking like, you know, Dalton might wanna wanna work something. Like after he, you know, how they say he he looked out there in the streets and seen it was cold out there. He like man,
1: but you know how I feel. I might need to just
2: stay where I'm at.
1: But you know how I feel I'm 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 big that Jake Ferguson can really hold it down for you, Hendershot shot, and then you draft one of these so many good tight ends in this draft, and then you roll, you roll with this young group, and you got this young group for three, four years on the cheap, and let's rock out. Uh, you know, okay. I don't look at Dalton Schultz as a needle mover to me.
2: Okay, let's think think a tad nefarious with me for a second, and then I'm gonna let you go. Okay, look. Let's do it. Do you think this a necessary evil for us to sign Dalton, right, to prevent us from drafting the other Dalton? Because I don't <laughs> want this guy in the first round, guy. I do not want this hey, guy, land- bro. <laughs> Landlord, do you to- think that's a necessary
1: evil, man? Come on, a, bro. We, I do. We call that in poker a bluff catcher. So you, 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 know you, you, you want to hold Dalton Schultz so that you, we, you know, we can bluff at,
2: uh, I. I don't want to draft no tight end in the first round, Scott. I I'm think they might they might do something like that, bro. It, it's crazy. There's
1: an interesting statistic about Dalton Kincaid. I'll say this: I think Dalton Kincaid is is a much better weapon than Dalton Schultz. You think so? Oh yeah, oh yeah. I think I think Kincaid would be could be a better weapon. But uh, there was a uh man. I want to give the dude credit. Let me see if I can find his name because that'd be disrespectful if I don't give him some credit here. Uh, somebody from the Athletic wrote a, a fantastic article on Dalton Kincaid. It was on the tight ends in general. Let me give him credit here. Nate Tice. Nate Tice is really good at what he does. And uh he had a a very interesting observation about Dalton Kincaid. He comes in at sub 245. And here was the t- statistic about tight ends drafted or in the NFL under 245 pounds. He says there have been 101 instances from 38 players of an NFL tight end recording 800 and plus receiving yards in a single season. Only four of those tight ends had a listed playing weight of 245 pounds or less. Owen Daniels, Jordan Reed, Dalton Schultz and Kellen Winslow the second. So since 2002, only four players at 245 pounds or less at the tight end position have had 800 receiving yards or more. Uh, so, you know, He's a slight so, dude. You know,
2: this yeah. is my point, bro. This is the reason why. Like, look, think about this. What a what a what a slender tight end is, guy. <laughs> you know he ain't nothing but a receiver, for real. Like yeah. think about this. You but then, know what but would then we me, do?
1: Then let me use a then let me use a receiver. Because a receiver is
2: exactly. you know I mean? Yeah. Exactly. What will we do against a slender tight end? You know what we gonna do? We gonna say, Hey J. Ryan, let me holler at you.
0: Right. Go get him, J.
2: Ryan. Right. Put his Go hand, put, get him, hand, put them paws on him. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that's that's a perfect matchup for them. So, yeah. like, the whole nature of a tight end, bro, you want him to be a little bigger. So he can be bigger, too big for a corner, and then you want him to be too fast for a linebacker. That's the whole matchup nightmare for a good tight end. And if you a slimmer tight end, Simon so just put a big corner on you. And yeah. now you now you just blanket it. So like I know it's a great idea to have these super athletic, uh, hybrid wide receiver tight ends, but like bro, in, in practice it's not as effective as you might think, bro. I could just put a big corner on you, sir. And now and now it's it's curtains for you. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, but I'm with you though. I don't yeah. really want to take a tight end in the first round uh, either. But again, who's on the board? What, what else? What other moves do we make? There's so much that's happen between now and then. But yeah, I, I'm I'm good. On the Dalton Kincaid thing, especially if they're not going to use him, you know, feature him as a top weapon. Because if you take him, bro, he has to be your second. Be- he has to be your second guy. He has to be Ceedee Lamb, you know Dalton, first round tight or Dalton tight ends, Kincaid. You
2: want you want him to be one of your better players in the league eventually, man. A first round tight end.
1: Think about the tight ends, though. Jeez. It would it wouldn't surprise. I mean, th- th- there's only like what three of them. And then, and then that four through seven range just constantly shifts because the tight end situation nowadays is there's a lot of really solid ones, and then there's a handful of elite, like two or three.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That's all I wanted to holler at you about, man. I appreciate everything you do for the nation, sir.
1: Appreciate you as well, Landlord from Alabama. Make sure y'all check out the Trap House later. Salute.
2: Yes, sir. Salute, man. He said,
1: I, I re signed Dog to not take Dog Kincaid. Man, I, w- I had to reach out again. We in the spirit of resigning guys now. you got Cooper Rush brought back Dono. We brought back Jay Lou. Brought I'm Jay Lou. Um LVE brought back CJ. But see, Dal- I think Dalton Schultz will cost you some bread. It cost you a little bit, a little bit of bread. It would be a sign, though, right? Like, if they were to bring back Dalton Schultz, it would be a sign that they don't believe that the other tight ends are ready to take over. And they they want to roll with some some, some veterans here. Jump back into this mailbag. Uh, Let's get the Mike and Leah, Sean and Drew's questions, and then uh, we'll rock out with the phone lines and the chat. Yes, sir, Mel. They re-signed Cooper Rush today to a two-year... Six million dollar deal. Cooper Rush, who went four and one, held it down as as best he as best he could. And he probably won the trust of, of Mike McCarthy. You know, in the in the in the film or in the meeting room, I mean, in the the locker room, and then obviously on the field. So again, I don't think this is a bad thing. I don't think this is something to jump for joy about. Got yourself a backup quarterback that you can trust. Uh, Mike and Leah says, more likely to happen. Draft a running back early or pick up a free agent. For about 95% of the league, I would say pick up a free agent. Are we talking about the Cowboys, man? <laughs> What's early too, Mike and Leah? We talk, we're going to say first round. I, I will say pick up a free agent because here's what I'm going to say. Bijan ain't going to be there. So probably the only one you take at 26 is, is, is will be B. John Robinson. So I say pick up a free agent. We've been here before, right? Like, if if, if we really wanted to, to go back and look, the Cowboys haven't had to go into the free agent market for three, four years because of Tony Pollard and Ezekiel Elliott. So they just had to kind of get Rico Dowdle and Malik Davis is of the world, right? But before Tony Pollard got here, They went out and signed a Darren McFadden. They went out and signed an Alfred Morris. Right? So, I mean, it's not out of their range to do that. So, I'm going to go with pick up a free agent. I think they'll sign a veteran guy, young guy, whatever. Doesn't matter. Free agent. And, and then they'll also draft a, draft a running back. Just not early. Let's be John Robinson, But it's just not early. Sean Alexander, not the running back, says if the Cowboys don't get Bobby Wagner, should they sign Deion Jones? Are the Cowboys out of the water at linebacker? Bringing back LVE? I don't think they should be. LVE comes with injury concerns. His contract is cheap. I I don't think that, you know, his contract... It's something that you have to be locked into if, if something were to come up or a better player were to come about. Let me go ahead and open these up a little bit. I unlocked it so we can get a couple more in here. But yeah, oh boy, did make me lock the phone. Uh, <laughs> should they sign him? I'm not going to put him in a hole like that, but but I would welcome Deion Jones. We did a Catboy criteria on linebacker targets and Deion Jones was one of them. I don't think Deion Jones is going to cost you a ton. Uh, he went to Cleveland, and he he had some productive moments for, for the Browns. He's a former Dan Quinn guy. You put him as an off-ball, kind of that will role, as a, and although I think he can be physical, but he's he's not a big guy. So you put him oppo of an LVE. I think he would play the, the Anthony Barr role, but I, I think he could be Better for you. Well, Scott, that's gonna, it's gonna hamper, Demon Clark. Tell Demon Clark to beat him. Look, I, I'm about bringing in quality guys, and then line up, break the pool stick, and say win, win, beat them out. So, yeah, I'd sign Deion Jones. Uh, Drew Armstrong, with the Cowboys clearing so much cap space, what player slash position do you think they try to address before the draft? Uh, 100%, I think they're going to try to address wide receiver. I don't know if it'll happen, but they'll they'll try to. Defensive tackle is another one. Uh, tackle? Nah, 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 nah. They drafted a they, they they put a fifth rounder and a fourth rounder into their swing. they going to ride with that probably. Guard, maybe? They lost the guard. They still have not replaced guard. So, possibility they try to attack guard. And running back. And running back. You know? And don't got to be Leonard Fournette. Boy, y'all cooked me yesterday on Lenny. But I still feel good about it. I don't give a damn. Look, look, look.
2: I ain't scared of you, mother...
1: I don't care. I said... What I said, but it don't got to be him. It can, it, it can be others. There's others out there. I know people brought up Kareem Hunt and whatnot. Sure. But I think they 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 attacked the running back position too. So running back, wide receiver, interior D-line, interior offensive line. There we go. That is the mailbag ses- section of today's show. Appreciate y'all. So I'll open the lines back up. Now I'm going to close them back up. Landlord definitely helped tilt the, 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 the caller section back in our favor. Let's get the B, aka Brian of the Cochrane firm, ladies and gentlemen. What's good, B? It is Will. So <laughs> what um, it is, what it is.
0: Uh you know, uh it is Friday and It is. It feels like Freaky Friday to me because I don't know what's going on out the star. It, are we sure that that uh, Jerry's still in control or has he maybe, you know, switched uh, personalities with Jimmy, uh, who's back uh, behind the switch?
1: Well, I'll tell you what. if <laughs> It feels they, like
0: they're making ration, rational decisions again.
1: If they sign Odell Beckham, Jerry Jones is 100% in control because he, he wants Odell Beckham so bad, he called his mama in there. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, you know, uh I had a buddy who's who is a uh, uh, cowboy um, uh, math guy, and he's adding up all this money that we're saving on the cap, and okay. he is convinced that Jerry's about to pull a big one um, and I know uh, I listened to you a little bit yesterday and earlier today mm-hmm. uh, I, I just it just feels like a receiver is coming our way it, that, it just that's what it feels like to me. What do you think?
1: Yeah, 100%. Now, look, I know James Slater just reported that they haven't inquired about this player or that player, but she had been wrong all week. But but they 100% were interested in the, in the regular season, and they're clearly interested right now with Odell Beckham. And it would not shock me if they at least put some fillers out on Jerry, Judy, and uh, who's the other one? DeAndre Hopkins. But the price might be too yeah. high for those guys. They saw what happened last year. They came out. They admitted. Look, man, we thought that, you know, ACL, Michael Gallup, and this rookie from South Alabama was going to be good enough. We we made a mistake in that sense. They won't admit they made a mistake trading Amari Cooper, but they're all in trying to upgrade the position. Now can they can they get it done is the question.
0: Well, I mean they've got you know, they got money to spend. Mm-hmm. Uh and and they're restructuring all these contracts for a reason. And you know, if we go into uh, this season, and, and I love C.D., but if he's our number one receiver uh, and he doesn't have any significant help, you know, we're just we're, – we're deigned to repeat the mistakes of the past. Yeah. So, um, you know, if, if D. Hop would take – we talked about this last week. If D. Hop would take a cut, uh, you know, he's going to get $27.5 million, but if he would take a cut, um and come in uh you know i don't know what 18 to what would you pay him
1: 18 well well i mean i'm not really ccb if you've been listening to me i don't really give a damn about the money if i'm if i'm all in for two years you deal with the money situation later however i understand that's not Mm -hmm. how it works in the league you got to massage these contracts he he apparently told you know people that he's willing to play for less than market value to come to Dallas. So I think the market value for a guy like him is whatever Adams is getting, right? Whatever Diggs is getting. So if they're making 23, 24, 25 million, maybe he comes for a flat 20, which you were paying Mark Cooper anyway. So if you can get D hop for, for a flat, you know, 20 for two years, and then you can move off of it after that. Come on, man. Sign me up. You know, the
0: other thing we haven't talked about was, uh, and and i've I've mentioned this all year, you know we we gotta we gotta figure out a way to move on without zeke and and like I said, now now we're going that direction. I know you mentioned Leonard Fournette, and you got a lot of heat for it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they ain't like that But one. <laughs> are, are you uh, assuming that TP is back at a hundred percent or are you uh not sold on Malik davis i I enjoyed oh. uh watching him a little bit this year. I thought he had a a burst.
1: Oh no, I love Malik. I love the potential of Malik Davis, right? Like I like Malik. I just think you need a stable of three backs. You Need a stable of three backs, and I think Malik is a part of that stable. If you told me you went into mm-hmm. the season as Malik as your running back too, I'm not going to complain about it. I won't. But but who is the third one now? Right? Like do we did we get that power back, that goal line guy, or is it another right. wiggle guy? Like who who's the third back that complements this 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 uh, running back group? But no, Malik Davis is firmly in my rotation, uh, at least to start to start training camp. Now, will he get beat out by the kid we had last year that, that was having a good preseason? I, I forget his name, Cowboys Nation. Uh, the Harvard kid, I think he went to Harvard. Uh, he, he he sprained his ankle or something like that at the end of the preseason. Uh, can he get beat out by a draft pick? Maybe. But I thought Malik Davis came in. He showed some stuff in pass protection. He showed that he can catch the ball at the backfield. He showed he's got some wiggle, some spark, some bounce. I'm high on Malik Davis coming in.
0: Yeah, I mean, cl- clearly the uh, the way that GMs are approaching running backs is so different than uh, when I was, you know, kind of growing up with the Cowboys with you know Emmitt and those guys. It uh, you fi- if you can find a good rookie uh, contract for four years and ride that. Uh, unfortunately, you, you might ride the player into the ground, but from a uh, managerial standpoint, it's it's uh, probably the best thing to do with running backs now.
1: Yeah, it is. It, in my opinion, it is. I don't think you 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 lean on a workhorse anymore in a 17-game season with, with how much pounding uh, running backs take. And that's why, look, that's why I salute Zeke. You know, he was kind of one of the last of the dying breeds. You know, he came in at the tail end of, Adrian Peterson, who I think is the last got him and, and, and Derrick Henry, they're like the last yeah. – Adrian Peterson, Derrick Henry, Zeke, I think were the last guys that you leaned on in that manner year in, year out. I I, I don't think you're going to see that much anymore.
0: Kalishaw had an interesting stat the other day comparing Zeke to uh, King Henry, and I, I was floored. I, I assumed that, that Derrick Henry had more carries uh, since they were drafted in the same class. Uh, yeah, no. But Zeke had 309 more carries than Derrick Henry. That tells you everything you need to know about why he has nothing left.
1: Yeah, he get, he, he gave everything. I mean, play hurt. Uh, he was he was used more than any running back in probably a six-year span in the in the when I say modern, I mean this new, you know, 2010s. You know what I'm saying? Because back in the 90s, they, that probably was normal to get 300 carries a year. But but to get 300 carries a year, 320, 40, 50 plus touches a season now. Is is just is unheard of. I don't, I don't think you'll see it happen on a consistent basis anymore.
0: Well, we'll see in a week from now uh, when I call back in if uh, if Jerry's uh, used any of that money that he's uh, been saving.
1: <laughs> he better not be sitting on top of that money like like those uh, uh, uh those dudes on Breaking Bad. He better use it. God dang it. <laughs> But if anybody get in trouble down there and they need some money to use, they need to call y'all up, man. Let them know about the Cochran Firm, B.
0: Well, well, we're, uh, again, like I said last week, excited to start our second year of partnership with you guys um, with A to Z. And uh, uh, we have an office here uh, in Dallas in the uh, design district. um, And uh, we're happy that people can uh, come in if they uh, need any legal help. Uh, We specialize in helping people who get hurt uh, due to the negligence of others, mainly car wrecks and truck wrecks and motorcycle accidents and a bunch of drunk drivers out there causing uh, causing mayhem. Uh, We help people with uh, workplace injuries. And like I said, my my partner Larry um, is uh, part of the national team that's uh, leading up uh, this hair relaxer uh, litigation effort to hold these uh, beauty uh, companies accountable for um, using the chemicals that uh, cause so many uh, women to get developed cancer. Um, so that's that's got kind of what we're got cooking uh, this part of the year. Um, but uh, our our number is 1-800 the firm, uh, 1-800 the firm, and you can reach us uh, on the internet at www.cochrantexas.com. And uh, we here at the Cochran Firm and our staff are happy to help uh, all the listeners of A to Z uh, for whatever kind of legal needs they might need. If we can't help them, we can certainly point them in the right direction as well. So um, appreciate uh, the shout out to the Cochran Firm, as always, and always enjoy catching up with you on our weekly call.
1: Same, man. Appreciate you, Brian. Make sure you all hit up the Cochran Firm because Cochran cares, man.
0: Take
1: care, Will. Yes, sir. That was Brian Pope down at the Cochran Firm. Y'all heard him, man. They do fantastic work down there. And I remember when I first met him, one of the first things that Larry and them told me is that, hey, look, above all, we're going to fight. We're going to fight for you. We're going to fight for our clients. We're going to fight for our people. We're going to fight the community. They do a lot of good community work here in Texas, Dallas, Fort Worth, Houston, wherever. Um, And and they've taken on a lot of, of, of challenging cases. So if you are a part of anything, you need anything, hit them up, man. 1-800-THE-FIRM or com. Emotional. <laughs> Y'all crazy. All right, let's get to uh, DJ. DJ, what's up, man? Hey, good morning, Scott. Good morning, Scott.
2: How you doing, man? I'm I'm
1: doing well, my man.
2: Uh, well, it's Friday, man. You should be. You should be. Yes, sir. Hey, brother. Uh, no, I think uh, it's real interesting where... Where everything's leading just because of the conversation. You know, for the first time in a long time, we feel like we have options. And as far as, oh, we could do this or we could do that. Um, because before, it's we'd lock in on one individual, right? And excuse the wind if you can hear that. Uh, I can't. Good. You, we'd lock in on one individual. And then that would pretty much be it. And then we wouldn't sign anybody. And then there would just be this roster filler that would come in later on. Yeah. Where I understand nothing's happened yet. Right. And I got excited the other day. And because of all the moves, because the moves prior yeah, of that meant something.
1: DJ was you was you was lit the other day. Oh, we got <laughs> money. <laughs> DJ Sam. money. DJ said DJ
2: said I ain't never hold 10 grand at one time, man. So when they cleared up millions, I don't know how to act. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you, man. It
1: was exciting. It was exciting that day because like they just got Gilmore the day before. They cleared up all that money. The rumors of receivers. So I feel you, man. I feel
0: you. <laughs>
2: Which, I mean, again, we're going to see how it plays out. I may, as long as it comes through, like if it comes through, I'm right back on that course. But, you know, I have a little time to to chill out and and relax a little bit. But but overall, man, I think that the prospects of – I'd really rather than just handle running back in the draft, right, just because of the type of position. Yeah. And historically – it's not a position that a guy has to get up to speed. Like you come in, it's a plug and play position, basically. So that's how I I'd rather feel. them do that.
1: Yeah, that's how I feel.
2: Yep. And then as far as wide receiver, I want to get a vet guy because we have, we do have young power, right? You can say what you want about Tolbert, but you know once he gets up to speed, he's able to diagnose the offense or digest the offense a little bit better, and 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 just have a, a chance to adjust to the speed of the game. Then you know, Gallup will be one year healthier. So, you know, whatever they do, it's not like I want to leave it there. Yeah. But whatever they do, as long as they do something, I'm cool with
1: it. Let me say this: I'm I feel you on on Tober, and, and this this goes for Demon Clark as well. But I'm willing to sacrifice a year of their development for a proven veteran that could be a Hump player. I'm I'm willing to sacrifice mm-hmm. that. Right? Um, had Tobert or had Clark show me what Deron Bland showed me, we're having a different discussion, right? We're having oh, a totally okay. different discussion. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the Cowboys aren't trying to go out there and get the best slot cornerback in the league or one of the best slot cornerbacks in the league because Deron Bland showed them, hey, let me be that because I can be. Um, so yeah. I'm willing to sacrifice a year, a year of their of their, of their their growth to try to go get this thing.
0: Well,
2: yeah, and, and it's right now, right? Because the defense is right now for sure. Offensively, we can be as long as we get the the, the subsequent weapons needed. Um, you know, just we, we can't have a whole bunch of wide receiver four and five. Nah, you know what I mean. Man, we gotta man, man. E- even if we get two or two, three twos, right? We go out and get C J. Tark and Adam Thielen and, and Marvin Jones. Even if that happens, I feel like we're in a, an, an astronomical better position, right? Maybe talent wise, and if you just look at the roster, it just goes up a little bit, but. The difference of play between a wide receiver four and a wide receiver two is massive. And all we had last year was a bunch of, of wide receivers and fours and five. So just having that and just the – because if you're out on the field and you're playing, you can see things better. The more you see something, the better you get at diagnosing it when sure. you see it again. Yeah. And that's what the wide receiver twos have behind their behind their names, right? That they have that experience. And that's what I needed to be brought like, yeah, T.Y. Hilton was cool, but he's a he was a deep ball player his entire career. So as far as the deep ball goes, cool. But we weren't trying to throw that as often, And even if we did throw it, it wasn't going to be to him. Uh, but that's so, what pisses
1: me off about the T.Y. Hilton thing. I think T.Y. could have been way more than cool had they decided to, yeah. to, to bring T.Y. in earlier in the season. I think T.Y. could have been a real factor for you, bro. I, I
2: think he could have. Sure, and uh, if they were to bring him back, I wouldn't even be upset about it, right? Like, the, uh, in addition to not just only no, yeah 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 <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah
1: definitely an addition right definitely T Y wide receiver three hopefully one of the Bucks beat him out so he's four and if you need him to play two in a pinch he can but I think last year though you know with the the, the Jalen Tober situation Dennis Houston Simi going down um, and then mm-hmm. you, you had to rely on Noah Brown and and, and Michael Gallup who wasn't back I think T Y could have could have been a much bigger factor.
2: It, it it definitely felt like it when they signed him, right? Like he should have been for what he could do, even if it was a distraction for 90% of the time. He never even got to that because he had all you had all those shows about oh, like he's a deep threat, he can really stretch the field, blah blah blah, take the top off, and they did it twice that I can remember. And there, there's probably more that I'm forgetting, but they did it twice that I can remember. Now third and 30 was amazing, but it was once. So. Yeah. That that was my whole thing there. Indeed, DJ.
1: Hey, appreciate the call, man. Make sure you enjoy your weekend, all right?
2: Yes, sir. You as well.
1: Salute. Salute. Yeah, I, I think I'm a. I'm a always be annoyed with that. I, I think that Ty could have. I think he could have been an important piece to this team. Had he had they not tried to do this song and dance with Odell Beckham, knowing that he couldn't play. I I would have I would have just signed Ty. You could have still tried to trade somebody. Could still tried to get Odell, and, and if and if it worked out, then cool. You can let him go. It didn't hurt you. But they waited too long, in my opinion. What's up, Mar? We we didn't get a chance to get to you yesterday, Mar, But what's on your mind today, sir? Hey, what's up,
2: pal? Hey, I think you, Mike. I think you kind of right uh uh live about eight
1: thirty kareem eight thirty we go live what's up i want my
2: T.Y. yeah what yeah br- you think? Bring back.
1: yeah yeah i i mean look if they if they strike out everywhere I mean there's still other dudes out there McCole Hartman's you know there's some quality guys out there that won't be huge needle movers but um I would still try to get those and if they don't yeah DJ i would. Clark? say again sharp,
2: sharp? yeah do
1: um, what's, what's, I, I don't want to, so Chark is something around like 10 plus. I feel like I'd rather oh, put that money to a Bobby Wagner or, or, you know what I mean? Yeah,
2: me too. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't dislike Char- Chark
1: the player. I don't dislike the player. It's just, if he really trying to get, you know, wide receiver, you know, low end wide receiver two money, I'm good on that one. Yeah. I would, uh,
2: Gone on Bobby Wagner. Inside Big Hampton, the big, the big D tackle.
1: Oh, Hankins! So you say Ham, You say Hampton? I'm I mean, thinking the yeah, Casey Hampton, <laughs> Hampton from the Steelers. It's all good. Yeah, it's all good. There, there was a Hampton
2: at one point. Yeah, Big Hank, and then Wagner, then Hank, and then gonna y'all for y'all fans get one of the receivers, and then hit the draft. That'll be perfect.
1: Yeah, that'd be, so yeah, I don't, that, I mean, look, that'd be a dream scenario. I just don't think they'll, I don't think they they can do Wagner and one of those receivers. Um, one of those top, I think it will be either or. I don't think they'll put. I'd
2: rather get, yeah. i I'd rather get Wagner, Big Hank, and then just T.Y. Come on back, T.Y. And then go to the trap.
1: And hey, Marv, look.
2: Marv, I,
1: I like that thinking, Marv. I ain't going to hold you. So Wagner, Hankins. Bring back Ty, and then say, "Okay, hey. receiver still on the board." Thank you.
2: Hey Marv,
1: look, you, you say some crazy things, but that one right there ain't crazy to me.
2: Hey, get y'all two make you and make you a big make you your boy Vosh happy. Get y'all yeah. big linemen. Yep. And your wide receiver. There you go, and then <laughs> draft again.
1: Hey, hey Marv, get one, uh, get, on to get
2: something. That out of Michigan, and then give me. Uh, if you, well, look, I really I'll get. Not, 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 y'all, get well, if not that big D tackle from Nebraska in the second round.
1: I don't know his name. I okay. like
2: to go uh, the, uh, the, the the guy from Wisconsin.
1: Okay. His
2: name, y'all. Or, or the or, the, or the guy from uh, Baylor. Yeah.
1: Kia. Yeah, yeah. The but big I'd Samoan like cat. To,
2: yeah. I like to get one. I like to get one of them. Like one of them uh, either way, y'all want to go. I'd rather get a lineman offensive lineman, receiver D tackle. And then get one of my uh linebackers. But you know my favorite receiver in the draft is Trey Palmer. From of Nebraska.
1: Okay. That's of your Nebraska. favorite one?
2: That's my favorite receiver. He's the fastest and he, hey, if you go look at the tape, <laughs> go punch when you get off line with us. Go watch Trey Palmer. He was at LSU, number 33, ran punch back, and he was a dangerous receiver. I got then you. he was transferred, went to Nebraska, and turned it out. He was the fastest receiver in the combine, the most dangerous receiver. You know, I got, to,
1: I got to watch him, and I got to watch Mims. I I, I I haven't put the film on of Mims. I've just seen the numbers. I've seen the stats. i seen what he did at the combine, but I got to watch the film on Mims as well.
2: And watch the, and watch the corner from Michigan. They're ready four, two, yeah, I'm aware.
1: DJ. I'm aware of him. However, I'm I'm kind of because that's a guy who's going to be uh, you know a, a a day two pick, right? Like he's he's going to be what about second round? Yeah, I think so. He might
2: be second round. Yeah, second, second
1: third round. So I'm kind of like eh at, at, at corner right now. Yeah. But, but but hey, you get you get a guy like that in the second and or Trey, third round.
2: And Trey is moving up. Trey, he might go to second now. Everybody went back and saw that tape, and the tape don't lie. He tortured. He will torture. You got to remember, he went to LSU first. Did, he did, turned it out. Then he transferred to Nebraska.
1: When I hear players that go to those type of schools and then transfer, I'm like, I got to go see because they clearly had the talent to play at the big schools, so something must happen. So I'll go check them out, man. I'll go check them out. Just so for you, you. Just for you, Marv. i check them out.
2: He, he, so when you and in Boston, y'all show today, no say that. for everybody. about yeah. Palmer. Why Monday. Goes, Monday.
1: Show on Monday. Okay, Monday okay. Yes, sir. Yeah.
2: Appreciate so, yeah, you, Mar. That's
1: you yes, sir. Yo. yes, sir. Magic City Mar. <laughs> hey, um, as I was, I saw some names drop in the chat, and uh, DJ was talking about running back. I think, and I'm going to hit up Foots about this. I think what we're going to do is we're going to pivot. We were going to talk about cornered and Gilmore happened. Uh, Maybe we'll save corner later. I want to talk about running backs. So on Tuesday, when we do our uh, on a clock series, I want to bring up backs and I want to talk to Foots and the nation about uh, running backs because of, you know, let go Zeke, TP and Malik, the only two. So I think running back makes sense. Let's do that. Was Mark cooking a little bit though? You know, you know, Mark, we love your magic city. But sometimes he can say things like Simi Fehoko, Jalen Tobert, and, and and the little squirt gonna have a, a thousand yards. And they make it say, Marv, come on. T. Y. Hilton, Big Hank, Bobby Wagner. You, you, you put Bobby Wagner. Let me let me let me go back to this real quick and pull this up. This is the potential nickel. Substitute LVE for Wags. Maybe you put Wag on the opposite side of LVE. Put, put, <sighs> I mean, I know this is the nickel, but let's just let's just envision, right? Now we're talking about base defense. Where now you putting oh, wait, you're putting uh D Law on outside. And you, Micah play a lot of it, so we can keep Micah there. You got Hankins. You you got Osa. You go. LVE Wagner or Wagner, you know, Clark or Hooker and Cursor, Hooker and Wilson. Yeah, the best goddamn defense in the league. I might be overdoing it because, you know, Hankins is still, still up there in age and you still don't have a dude in the middle. And I feel like if you look around, I thought about this the other day. If you look at the final four, and I do this every year, what what do the final four teams in, in NFC AFC, what do they have that maybe we're lacking that we can go look? DJ Reader, Chris Jones. You just name you know the Fletcher Cox, Javon Hargraves, Milton Williams, Jordan. D. They had a plethora, Eagles wise, of of interior guys. Eric Armstead or Eric Armstead. All four of those teams had dudes in the middle. Hankins will help you. Hankins 100% is going to help you. Maybe you got to throw a couple bodies. Maybe you get a couple Hankins. You get you get Hankins and you get Ashawn Robinson. But I looked at those top four teams and all four of those teams on defense had mother in the middle. Dallas hasn't had a mother in the middle since... Jay Jay Ratliff. And look, I think Osa 100% is continuing to get better. Maybe Osa, boom, he turns into a mother. Maybe he does. And I still believe Osa is a a quality rotational piece. I'm ready for him to take that next step. Philly, Philly, the podcast in the building. I ain't seen you since the Super Bowl loss, bro. Uh, but he said, hey, Sky, your show is awesome. Your team is trash. All oh, love. Appreciate you, big dog. <laughs> oh, man, I love y'all Eagles fans. Were you one of the dudes who – actually, I hate y'all, but that's one of those I love to hate y'all. Were you one of those dudes who was – breaking news. Let me get my button. Hold on. Let me get my button. Breaking news. The Philadelphia Eagles will be cutting Darius Slay. And then all of Eagle Nation.
2: Man, that motherfucker wasn't even nice. He was taking up all the money. He could go somewhere.
1: And then all of a sudden, you get another. Where's it at? Where's it at? You get another. Breaking news. The Eagles will not be cutting Darius Slay.
0: Man, Darius Slay, the greatest quarterback in Eagles history. I'm happy he's back. Y'all trash,
1: man. Y'all trash. And you know y'all trash for that. Most of y'all did that. His wife came out and said y'all trashed him. That's what the hey, Dallas Cowboys are. I swear to God, go look on Twitter. Go look on Twitter where they said we cutting Darius Slay. The whole Eagles nation. Nah, what's what's the dude from blogging? The, whatever y'all, whatever y'all version of blogging the boys is. He put a whole hit list out on Darius Slay. What he saying now? see you coming here oh you knew he was coming back <laughs> all right cool cool you you plugged in though you know what I mean F- five six one what up
2: yo 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 what's happening skywalker what's he good
1: in there. he in here what up he great man oh yeah <laughs> see we didn't get great. a chance to get you Jake and let me save your number Jake because because nah. because I can do that now but you in here now bro what's yeah, up man
2: Man, I was with you yesterday, man, on uh, on your uh, Leonard Fournette. But boy, I'm, I'm I'm coming with that haterade this morning, man. Been uh-huh. drinking three bottles of haterade. I'm hating. Uh-oh. spewing hate. Uh-oh. And I'm gonna start with this. I don't care if B.J. Robinson is there at 26. I don't. Man, we better not take him. Get me six, <laughs> five, three hundred and forty pound country bread. Body-banging bulldozer. And it don't matter if he's on the offensive line or the defensive line. Get me one of them. I don't want no running back. If if the the Kansas City can get pistachio in the seventh round and he can do what he did against the Eagles running defense, you know what I mean? I I don't want to see no running back come off that board until the fourth round. And if he does come, it better be Bigsby. I don't want none of these little gadget dudes. And I'm going to tell you again, got some more hating. There is Cook no big four wide receivers that we waiting for in you Dallas. Man man. <laughs> bro, uh, Jerry, Judy, bro, don't even look at Cowboys. You ain't coming over here. I don't want to get no dude off of potential. I want a gangster. I want a dude that's been there before. I want a dude that if you're covered by three dudes, And Dak's about to get sacked. He can throw it up to you. And you're going to jump up there with them octopus gloves. And you're going to snatch the ball out the sky. I need a chain mover. This dude I can throw the ball to on third down or whatever. He's going to come down with it. So, Cooks, you might be a fast, but we don't want you. I want either Odell Beckham or I want a a Hopkins. More perfectly, Hopkins. Because the way the Cowboys run, the NFL is a trend. And we're playing soft passing lead. But if you look, it's the teams that run the ball and are physical There are teams that sustain excellence. And I'm telling you, you're watching Mike McCarthy, this man is going to at running back. You're going to see Dak Prescott's passing uh, records go lower. He's going to deploy a three-headed monster, and he's going to slap in a fullback to knock some heads off them linebackers. I'm telling you, it's a physical game, and the physical team's going to huh. win. So that's my rant, and that's all I got. How about them cowboys? Jake the Great. I'm out. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained?
1: (sighs) That was fire, Jake. Even if I don't agree with some of the things you're saying, but not that I don't, that was fire. Even if you don't agree with what he had to say right there, that was fire. The pistachio line, though, bro. Oh my gosh. It's really hard for me to gather my composure when I hear stuff like that. So I I had to reel it back because you were saying some things. Call that man pistachio pacheco bro pacheco yeah you got him in the seventh round i feel you look i am 100 i don't need to take a back in the first round i'm with you however it sound like you said now nah, and, and you off the phone now it sound like you said defensive tackle over running back both of those positions you could argue don't have the the value of the first round unless it's and a lot of people, I saw somebody say Jalen Carl got potential to be bust. But unless it's like one of them type of talents. Got the call back in on Monday and, and explain to me there. Although you kind of went in when you, was, when you was on your rant, right? Like you you believe in beefing up the interior defensive line over grabbing a running back. Because I'm with you. I think you can grab a running back. And it was a question. I don't even know if it's in the mailbag segment. Let me. No, it's not. So somebody had brought up... Uh, when to take a running back <clears throat> When's the sweet spot he believed it was two round two to round four I'd extend that bro probably to about the fifth at the very least I think between two and five you can get a good one and hell you might be able to find a Pacheco you might be able to find an Elijah Mitchell it happens every year man that was good alright let's get to our last one then wrap wraps y'all in the chat uh, what's up 253 what's going on with
2: you skywalker this is my uh first time calling in a long time uh listener welcome to the show man yeah appreciate it man it's just crazy because like i've never even had a desire to call in until i heard some of them calls before you had those last couple good calls so i was like damn man like i Know I could kind of do better than that.
1: Look, I tell people all the time because I was definitely on the other side of this. Like, damn, a little. I don't know if I could call in and have a good call, but I just call in. We gonna rap. We 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 gonna talk and just and just and just talk ball. No, no need to, to think you ain't gonna have a good call. Now some people have bad calls, but I, I don't try to put them on the spot too much while they on the phone, man. You know.
2: Nah, I feel you. I think it was like they were thinking too much about what they wanted to say, and then yeah. when you said, "Hey, let me let me holler at you," then they was just thinking like, "Oh man, I forgot what I was gonna say," but. Yeah. I think you just got to let it be natural. Yep.
1: But for me, so I
2: mean, honestly, I think the most part is with everything going on, man, like this is the first year in a couple of years, which I've, I've been a fan for a long time, is that it feels like they actually do the things that they need to do. Not everything, because mm-hmm. that's, that's not possible, but it feels like they, they know what they need to get better at, and they're trying to actually make it happen. And they're doing it before the draft and not after the draft.
1: Yeah, they they like to fill their holes with band-aids, but I I look at Stefan Gilmore as, as as much better than the band-aid, right? I I feel like that's a that's a mother effort that they put out there, and that's a bit different. They usually, like you said, they they get the Everson Griffins, the Malik Hookers, the uh who's the other cat that we uh got from Miami, Robert Quinn. Like they get those dudes later. They they addressed it earlier, so at the very least, baby steps, right? We taking baby steps to to improve in certain areas, so I can't be mad at that at all
2: yeah most definitely and i think honestly if if they don't do anything else if they get d hop, i'd be happy they could they could draft uh uh booby miles from Man. uh from' <laughs> it, don't, oh, it don't even matter like fam, it don't because at the end of the day it was, that was all we was missing if c d can't c d can't be the end all be all for everything so as long as they they address that and he has some help. 'Cause Michael Gallup, I believe, will be better. People don't understand like how long it actually takes to come off a major injury like that. And I think he'll be straight. Plus he know he knows he needs to do better, so I think he will.
1: Yeah, yeah, look. Listen, man. I'm supposed to do a draft day show. But if the Cowboys get the De- DeAndre Hopkins, uh, I might call off. I don't even give a damn what they do in that draft. I'm just playing. He he ain't ain't be. At that be. Point. Yeah, I, look.
2: Yeah, just play Candy Crush.
1: You can't I don't think you can mess it up. Now, now again, even if they don't get DeAndre Hopkins, uh, they can still fill some spots and, and not mess up this draft. They're in a sweet spot, man. They they're in a really good spot in that first round. Second round, third round gets a bit tricky, but that first round, I think they're in a good sweet spot.
2: Yeah, and then people also they don't take in consideration like it's not like Jerry's drafting people. It is Will McClay and his team, and he don't really mess up during the draft.
1: Yeah, he. I, I believe in McClay. I trust McClay. Uh, is he going to be 100%? Nah, he actually talked about that, you know, the batting percentage. He equated it to baseball. But uh, if it's one department in Dallas that I do not worry about them getting quality guys, it's the draft. Uh, they're, now, they're going to have their Jalen Smiths. They're going to have their Bossman Fats. It's, it's going to happen, right? Uh, Randy Gregory's where character things and, you know, red flags and whatnot. They're glad he misses but for the most part, they're getting dudes that are going to contribute on this team. The issue was you got to get guys to help them do that because draft picks have a learning curve. They're not going to be their top tier selves early on. You get the exceptions. You get the Michael Parsons, a legendary player, a generational player. You get the Trayvon Diggs of the Worlds. But for the most part, those second and third round picks that you're relying on, it takes time to to get to their peak. So help by getting Stephon Gilmore and, and, and Robert Quinn or. D-Hop or Odell, whoever, right? Like help those guys out by, by bringing in quality veterans, man.
2: Let me ask you a question. Do you think that as far as when it comes to, I think Steven Jones was trying to be more on the, the GM aspect and trying to, like, dictate as far as what players. I think he's leaning more on Will McClain now and being more on the business side. And I think, like, Jerry could possibly be like, showing him the way more of like, this is how you need to be as opposed to trying to run everything. Cause I feel like it was like a switch that was flipped for this off season. And everything's different. So
1: I'm going to tell you what I told DJ It's it's too early to say quote unquote, everything's different because technically it's not right. Like technically they've made this trade before, right? They've traded six round picks for Michael Bennett, for Robert Quinn, uh, Jonathan Hankins, like they've technically been here before in that department. Where it's slightly different there is that they did it pre-draft, so that that's where it's slightly different. And technically, they've they've restructured a ton of money. You know, they've done that before, and technically, they've re-signed players, their own players back. Yeah. So it, it, if we're really being honest with ourselves, nothing has quite changed yet. But doesn't it feel like well, something's in the air? And if something's in the air, I mean, it, the and it lands, was
2: women- I, the fact that that they was willing to let go Zeke is, is for me, is a telltale they, sign of things is different because usually Jerry will hold on know. to somebody until, you know, they they on uh, dialysis.
1: Oh, brother, they've been there before, too. DeMarcus Ware, <laughs> Dez Bryant. Like, so, like, none of these things are, are out of the ordinary that they've done. What would be out of the ordinary? Getting one of those receivers we talked about, you know? That'll yeah. be out of the ordinary. Making another swing trade that that'll be out of the ordinary. Uh, but so far the the glimmer of hope that potentially something could be shifting here is Stephon Gilmore. But I think they got more work to be done.
2: Most definitely.
1: Hey man, what's your name?
2: Um, I'm uh, my name's Mark. I'm uh, in the army. I'm stationed out at uh, JBLM. Oh man, look. Uh, pre-
1: thank you for your service, man. I don't say that lightly. Uh, my father was in the army family members and whatnot. So I appreciate that, man. So we're going we to put Mark. And when I say salute, it means much more to you.
2: Nah, salute, Likewise, brother. man. I appreciate it. I, I, I salute you for what you do, man. Thank like, you, man. Not a lot of people that you can, I rock with you and watch you know, Law Nation, Okoye, um, like the whole team, man. And, and I definitely appreciate it because I, I would much rather watch y'all than watch like ESPN and, and see the
0: same old, same old, and most of it's cap anyway.
2: Psh, facts.
1: <laughs> Couldn't say it any better, man. Appreciate you, Mark. Uh enjoy the rest of the weekend best you can. Uh and stay safe, man.
2: All right, most definitely you too. Salute.
1: Great call by Mark, man. Fantastic call by Mark. What a what a way to to end this thing. It start off a little wobbly. Landlord picked us up, took us to the trap. And then we we I mean this thing got smooth. Marv even was cooking. When Marv is in there cooking, Jake the Great came in with the mother the heat. And then Mark, that mother okay, is platinum. If you don't know about that joke, you gotta watch, watch some boy live show. You gotta watch it. All right. Super chats. No VOT show today, by the way. Or Mo. Here we go. Lamont dropped one. I want to press the button, Lamont. But I ain't going to do that. Super chat. He says, Stone Cold Steel Austin.
2: What? 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 What?
1: What? What? I mean, that's literally what he said for the super chat. Appreciate you. Lamont dropped two. It says, Stone Cold Steel Austin. What? 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 Thank you, brother a A'ron, drop one. Oh, I got to get to your one from yesterday, right? A-A-Ron? my bad, wrong button. Look, I'm ready for draft. I, I am, I am prepping. Well, about to start prepping for the draft day show. If you missed the draft day show night one and night two, you missed out on a fantastic show. So uh, we're going to try to make it better. Super chat. Uh, A'ron, <clears throat> if Bijan falls to the boys at 26 and they take him, boy, a great question. Would you rescind the tag on Tony Pollard? Damn it, I wish I didn't read that. I want to save that for next week. Yes, I want to save that for next week. Somebody remind me. a Ron, hit me out. Remind me, because I want to use, I, want, I want. to talk about that with uh, Foots. Damn, that's a good question, and I'm not going to answer I know that's that's terrible, a Ron, but I want to save that. That's content, man. It's that type of uh, off-season. Super chat. Toeboat tie. Boston Scientific makes Sky a master debater. <laughs> That's good, Tobo. Speaking of which, if you need some help in a certain area of your life, and you're one of 39 million men that suffer from ED, contact Boston Scientific, y'all. Edcure.org. That's all you got to do to get started. You head on over to Edcure.org, take the quiz, learn your severity of risk ED. If you got a condition that puts you at a higher risk to find customized content, y'all should know that by now. The fastest way to find your best cure is to contact ED specialists by browsing a list of experienced physicians in your area. So visit EDCure.org. Brought to you by Boston Scientific. Say it with me. It ain't hard. But you can be. You're
0: listening to A to Z Sports. At some point, hoping to broadcast in front of the millions of Cowboys fans to bring you the real. But for now, strap up and. Reach for the sky. Here's your host, Skywalker Steel. I'm Luke Skywalker. I'm here to rescue you. We'll do it live.
2: Hey.
1: Tobo gave me the alley. I just had to oop. You gotta be. I'll be quick on your toes and doing this live stuff, man. You give me the alley like Kobe, I'm a hoop it like Shaq. Salute to you, Tobo. Uh, CJ said, "What am I doing this weekend?" Look, fam, we're chilling. We this is like our second I, time is crazy. What is it? Man? Third week in a new crib. We haven't had a chance to just chill yet in the weekend. We've been we've been doing stuff. Last week it was kind of a staycation in Texas. Well, not necessarily Texas, but staycation ish. And uh, this weekend I ain't doing nothing, man. I'm chilling. I actually might, I might do some work. It ain't fun and it sounds boring, but I might be. I might start prepping for the draft, man. So, not too much, brother. Not too much. Oh, I didn't miss the super Sully. I got you, bro. I got you. I just wanted to oop that alley. Sully dropped one. Now I need to get the other button ready. Here we go. Super chat and said $5 said we need to stop playing with D hop. If he's willing to work, if he's willing to work his pay, why not tell Cardinals you'll take 70% and he's going to knock some millions off. So the the reports, Deandre Hopkins is willing to play for less than market value here in Dallas. Uh, Only here in Dallas, his preferred destination. I do think that would be the holdup though, is how much of the money, the dead money, would the Cowboys be willing to take? Would the Cardinals be willing to take? That that's the fight that they're going to be fighting. Uh Rolo drop one.
2: Super chat.
1: He said, what about Corey Davis for a late pick? He's still relevant? Feel like he hadn't he hasn't been relevant for quite some time. I'd probably pass. And uh Aaron. Was it yesterday? Man, it was a couple days ago, Aaron. Hey, right? I was supposed to. Yeah, it was a couple days ago, but I'm gonna still say it. Super chat. Uh KJ response tweet was why do, why they why'd they do this to me? Losing mentality. And what he's talking about, y'all, is when when the Cowboys drafted this fella here, and Gilly Locks, <clears throat> Kelvin Joseph went on Instagram Live or something and made a video and, and it was. Fight for my life. Why y'all doing this to me? What do you mean, fam? You still on the team. You shook because you know Gilly Locks is better, and, 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 and you're probably not going to get a chance to start. But you had your opportunity. You had your opportunity in training camp last year. It didn't work. You had your opportunity in, in the season last year. It didn't work. They didn't cut you, so you're still here. Get back in the lab, work your ass off, and go try to get one of these spots. It's that simple. It's that simple. (laughs) Cap said cut his ass right now. That might not be far out the picture. But that'll do it for the Super Chats. And that'll do it for today's show. If you enjoyed today's program, or as Pat would say, program. If you enjoyed today's program, please hit that like button, man. We'll be back on Monday. No show on the volume later. No show with Mo for A to Z Sports Prime Time, but that does not mean you can't check out some of his work on A to Z Sports Dallas our new look website. I think it's pretty sick. Like I said, I knew today's show would be fun. Uh, with some really good questions for this uh, mailbag. So far, so good. Y'all been, y'all been asking some really good questions so i'm gonna keep this going for friday i think um unless some breaking news or something happens but i'm gonna keep this mailbag friday going fan friday going and uh lean on y'all man and just 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 have a good time with y'all before the weekend have a good time you know with that said we're gonna hit this button and get up out of here I'm chilling, man. Won't catch me doing nothing crazy this weekend. But if y'all doing something crazy, be safe. Be safe. Some crazy folk out here. Enjoy y'all weekend. Love y'all to death. Y'all the best, man. Truly, we out here. Peace. Man, we caught up on BMF. We uh. About to start Snowfall over with Michelle. She ain't seen the beginning of Snowfall, so... way shout out to the mod squad got to show y'all some love y'all been holding it down for quite some time now appreciate y'all and also shout out to the
2: mod squad